This is the last episode of the Go Bag series. Hey everyone, welcome to another Prevotional. I am Todd Sepulveda. This is usually a podcast episode, a short version that is recorded in my truck on the way to work with all the road noise, but I'm not doing that today. And the reason I'm not doing that is because I received an email that I wanted to use to close out this series. And so uh, I'm going to go, I'm recording this in my office, of course. This is Tuesday night, so with all the craziness and everything, it's just kind of settling down to be able to do this. So this email that I received is from Philip, and he is from the Czech Republic. So shout out to all the listeners in the Czech Republic, and uh, I'm glad that you're listening over there, Philip. I believe I read... Uh, an email and shared some information before from Philip, if I'm not mistaken. And so uh, when he sent me this email about uh, the go bag and the bug out bag, and uh, he, you know, he put put some thought into it and some effort into it and shared his his process. I thought it was uh, good and wanted to share it with everyone else. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of just kick it off from there and just kind of go for it. Uh, this is not going to be a long. Uh, podcast episode like on Sunday. Uh, you know, normally I do well, like the ones that I record on Sunday and release so that they're ready to go on Monday morning. Uh, those are the more of the longer form podcast episodes, but I'm going to go ahead and get into this one and we'll just kind of uh, call it from there, but some really good stuff here. So I wanted to share it. All right. So um, let me see, let me kick it off here. Uh, Philip says, I would like to share my experience, maybe also a bit of the contents Certainly what works for me doesn't work or have to work for somebody else. You also have to understand that I live in the middle of Europe. It's kind, it kind of defines some differences between your and my go bag. Temperatures here rarely reaches 30 degrees Celsius or 86 degrees Fahrenheit in the summer. I mean, everybody right now in Texas, I just got to give you, would say, would kill for that 86 degrees right now in the summer. All right, uh, continuing on. Over winter, we have mainly freezing temperatures and some snow, but nothing extreme. Even though we have a lot, a lot of nature in my area, Middle Europe is highly populated. You can be sure that you meet some civilization by one hour walk in any direction. There is also plenty of water everywhere. Tap water in my country is usually high quality and drinkable. We have lots of rivers, streams, ponds, and other water sources. I just want to say that water is really not an issue. Over the years, I also developed kind of a system in the stuff that I haul around. I try to explain my approach and maybe tell you some real life examples. Okay, so he gives us a little bit of context here. He says, I live on a homestead with lots of self-sufficiency capabilities. No risky environment. Close city is rather overgrown village with approximately 15,000 inhabitants. Therefore, my primary plan for when SHTF is to bug in. I have plans for the bug out possibility, but finding that unlikely. For living, I do commute daily to a nearby city about 30 kilometers or 20 miles while my wife takes care of the farm. It means that I may be forced to walk 20 miles home. I occasionally travel for business or privately, but in American measures, not too far. Years of long distance traveling are far behind me. Sometimes I also stay overnight at my friend's home in the city where I work. My bags also need to cover those situations. So I try to keep keep kind of minimalistic approach. It is easier to manage less things and also the bags are not heavy. Over the years, I kind of came up 
with a layer system with some supplemental kits. So the first thing he says, EDC, things on my person all day long. He has a phone, an older iPhone. Everybody has them and they are reliable. A watch, usually a Garmin watch with ABC or altmeter, barometer, compass function. A knife, uh, which is a small folder with one hand opening. Multi-tool, it's a pouch, Leatherman, Leatherman Wave, and it has uh, some bits. Nipex, Cobra, uh, pliers, lighter, corkscrew, pin, tweezers, uh, coins for coffee and snacks, a wallet, a gun, and a permit. And it's a, I'm assuming it's a Glock 43, it's a G43 here. And he says keys, organized in key smart organizer, plus car key, plus emergency cash, and a small keychain pillbox, plus Nightcore tip to flashlight. All right, in the go bag. It holds all the necessities to get me through the day and every night uh, or evening at night at work while I travel. If I stay somewhere overnight unexpectedly or if I need to quickly bug out or leave my area. So this is kind of uh, working in, in that situation of like, again, staying overnight. But then, you know, like if you have a quick emergency, you need to get out. So he says uh, the bag itself. Now I use a messenger bag type. Sometimes I switch to a backpack when needed. Any 20 liter bag works. Currently using the Helixcon Tex Urban Courier. Then he has headphones, sunglasses, tissues, several empty plastic bags, pin, permanent marker. And you know, the plastic bags, having those at different sizes could come in very, very handy. And you can really get those down to small, you know, have a, have a small Uh, form there. Uh, Next, he says wet wipes, mouth and hand sanitizers, Uh, fixed blade knife, full tang. Currently, it's a Ruick. I believe that's it. P118. So I'm not familiar with that knife. Might look that one up and see what it looks like. Um, He he says a variety of lights, the Nightcore P10 flashlight, the Nightcore LA10 micro lantern, the Petzl E-Lite micro headlamp and the Nightcore NU05. So a lot of the Nightcore there um, could be, I mean, maybe Philip really likes Nightcore or it could be just the redundancy in the, in the, the batteries, uh, maybe. I, I'm not sure there. But uh, f- a lot of different flashlights there, way, way for, to have light. And then uh, next up is mechanic gloves plus emergency rain jacket. Uh, 2x cat and i'm not sure exactly what that means there uh printed out map and some helpful infos beef jerky a notepad two pouches with tech and hygiene stuff both can be carried as a chest pack the idea is that if i need to use a larger get home bug out bag i just clip the pouch as a chest rig and leave the messenger with redundancies behind so in the hygiene, he breaks it down a little bit here. And it really isn't just, just hygiene. It's the two pouches. So for hygiene, he has toothpaste, toothbrush, shower gel, and micro towel. For the tech stuff, he has a power bank and cables. Uh, he has a micro med kit. So basic pills like ibuprofen, perlin, something for the stomach, emergency blanket, bandages, patches. He has folding utensils, some duct tape, some tools, bigger uh, Nipex, Cobra, multi-tool, zip ties, 20 meters of paracord, uh, socket wrenches, 8 to 13 millimeters. 
He has an alcohol tester, uh, an iodine tablets, and a Geiger uh, counter. So he says here uh, in parentheses, I work near a nuclear power plant. So uh, that's pretty interesting there to have that uh, there available. Not everybody would have that, but I can see why that would be important. So it is not overthought. Those are simply things I use almost daily. If not daily, then when I get stuck somewhere overnight. Okay, some things I hope I never need to use. Even if it looks extensive by using micro versions of everything, it all weighs around four kilograms. Uh, most used is probably the power bank, the flashlight, and the utensils. So then he talks about uh, the bug in, the bug out bag. So it should cover all other needs for extended periods of time, usually several days. It's kept in my car together with small bag with spare clothes and shoes. I am also keeping an eye on weight here as it is meant for long walks. I keep it under eight kilograms or 18 pounds without water or spare clothes. There can, there can be different scenarios. So the different scenarios are, you know, I get stuck at work on the way home and need to go home. I take some important stuff from my go bag, hang it, hang it onto my person, like uh, the knife flashlight and one of the two pouches from above. If needed, I change clothes, shoes, and I grab my get home bag. Uh, maybe it's uh, I am at home or elsewhere and need to bug out. So I grab both bags. And then uh, maybe there is a situation where he simply is going camping with the kids and he takes his get home bag and his bug out bag. I add bigger first aid kit, more food, a tent or a hammock or any other necessities. And I'm ready to go for an adventure without needing to pack. So uh, that's pretty interesting, right? Uh, interesting take. If you could add a tent and maybe, you know, a couple of little more things to it, you know, would your bug out bag be okay, you know, overnight? I remember Mick Rowland, and here I am doing commentary and stuff, um, you know, Mick Rowland doing articles on that, even before we really kind of connected. Uh, one of his articles that I linked to on Prepper website was about an overnight uh you know, trip that he took just to see if he could, you know, bug out and with the, with what he had. So, um, you know, that's a pretty interesting thing there. So, uh, the bag itself is a 35 liter and we're talking about the bug out bag here, the 35 liter sized backpack. I am kind of a backpack freak. I own more bags and backpacks than my wife. <laughs> my wife has purses. So I often switch them. You know, I kind of understand that. Um, you know, when I go to a resale shop, if I'm going and maybe I'm looking for some cast iron or I'm looking, you know, lately I was looking for some oil lamps and uh, not having a lot of good luck. But, uh, you know, if I look at bags and backpacks and I see a really good one uh, that is, you know, doesn't look like it's really damaged, I, I usually try to buy it if it's, uh, you know, a decent price. So I kind of feel you there. I know what you're talking about. So in this bag, this 35 liter bag, I'm going to talk a little bit about the contents here. First up are the tools. He uh, has a saw, a knife, rope, zip ties, face masks, tissues, and multi-tool. Under hygiene, there's shower gel, toothpaste, toothbrush, wet wipes, and earbuds. So I don't know where the earbuds go in with hygiene, but maybe maybe he's thinking modular there. Maybe it's kind of, you know, they're close together. Uh, the small first aid kit. Then he has a cooking kit with an alcohol stove plus spare alcohol, cup, a windscreen, uh, a drip it coffee bags. 
So this is a genius invention. Google them out. So I'll need to look that up. Drip it coffee bags, beef jerky, protein bars, and several full-size freeze-dried foods, ramen noodles, and can probably last me two to three days. So all that food there. Uh, water kit, two collapsible bottles. So the Sawyer mini filter with accessories can be used as a straw or filter by gravity or from to any PET bottle. Uh, and then water purification tablet. So about, uh, what is it? Two different ways, uh, two or three different ways to, uh, to filter water there. Uh, emergency cash. And he says the value of approximately $300. A solar charger, a power bank and cables. Fire starting kit, uh, being a Bic lighter, exo Exotac ferro rod and several fire starters. A compass, ridge line, a sleeping kit, emergency blanket, sleeping bag, sleeping pad, tarp, a high quality headlamp, and then gloves. And uh, on the gloves here, he says tactical style, and then also latex gloves. So two different types. So he says, you can see that it is not funky. It is just functional. Only luxuries from my perspective is a bit more food and coffee as I love to eat outside. So these three kits somehow cover all my needs for all mentioned above from simply camping with my kids, staying overnight at my friends or walking home from my work in a post-apocalyptic world. Our law, unfortunately, does not allow me to keep a rifle in my car. Car is not safe enough. Otherwise, there would be an AR stock there. Not sure if that helps. Maybe you can catch some new ideas behind and do not overcomplicate. Keep it simple with regards, Philip. So uh, some good ideas there. And one of the things, I guess, when I, when I look at all of this and the thing that I really love about what Philip is doing here is that two things. First, he's made it his own. He didn't go off on the internet and, you know, go read an article and copy somebody's, you know, bug out bag or get home bag or go bag or anything like that. He's made it his own for what he truly needed. And so he... Um, you know, I think that's really important and really there's some thought put into this and he, you know, he, he's done a really great uh, thing here by, by really making it functional again, making it what he needs. The other thing that I really like is that he's using this on a regular basis. So he says he stays, you know, sometimes he stays overnight at a friend's house. Well, then he has everything that he needs. You know, and so he's using this. He's got the everyday carry. He's got the go bag and then the bug out bag. And so he's using this on a regular basis. So he's familiar with the contents that he has in there and he's using those contents. And I think that's pretty powerful. I think that's pretty smart because a lot of the times, or at least I have this feeling that people build their bug out bags and their go bags and they, they do all, and then they never look at, look at it again. They never open it up. They never inspect it. They never use the stuff. They just plan on whenever the poop hits the fan, they're just going to open up their, go, their, their bag and bring out whatever they have and they're going to be good. And, and everyone knows that that's not really the way to do it. But if you have, you know, your EDC and you are configuring it the way that you need to, the way that I carry my EDC, the way that somebody else is going to carry completely different. If your go bag is, you know, you're, you're, you're carrying it for yourself. Your go bag is going to look very different than mine. And then of course the bug out bag. And uh, there's going to be a lot of similarities. There's going to be a lot of things there that we can say are the same and uh, they translate. But 
again, you make it your own. All right, so a lot of good information there. Hopefully, you are looking at your go bag, and uh, you know you're you're making it the way that you need it to be, and uh, you're a little bit better prepared because of that. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here on this prep promotional. Thanks so much for hanging out with me on this short episode. I will catch you on the next one. Have a great week. God bless. Peace.